Hello and welcome to this next episode of 49 Plus. And this is going to be another particular one aimed at the series that linked to Go Luck Yourself. So there may be a few people listening to this one who haven't listened to any other episodes of the podcast. So welcome to you. Um, and you're very lucky not to have maybe have listened to some episodes. You might listen to them at some point and go, oh, that's time I'll never get back. But given we mentioned you'd be able to be lucky, then let's focus on what it means to be lucky. And specifically, specifically even, we're going to focus on the notion of what I'm calling here the good luck mindset. Which again, by prefacing it with a the, a the good luck mindset, they suggest there is a such a thing as a mindset called a good luck mindset. Um, well, the only reason is because I, I'm saying there might be. <laughs> Already I'm saying might be rather than is. Um, I'm proposing there is something we could call a, a mindset which allows us to bring an attitude basically to events in our lives, those that have happened in the past and importantly those happening to us now and in the future because these are things we can do something about. Ones that happened in the past one could say you can't do anything about them because they've already happened, although that's not completely true because whilst you can't change the events themselves, it's always possible to reframe them. You can change how you choose to see them. So there may be events that have happened in the past which you would have seen as unlucky, negative, whatever other way you want to describe them, at the very least events you would have not wanted to have happened, but is it possible to reframe them in a way which is uh, more positive? So anyway, that's something we, we could maybe touch upon here. It'll come up again at some point. There's a point later in the Go Luck Yourself project, as it were, program, series, ideas, sets of thoughts, whatever way you want to describe them, that will talk about how one does make sense of um, the stuff that happens, which we would say is maybe broadly bad luck, or we might be described as such. But for now, we're going to give attention to what we're calling a good luck mindset. Um, and I'm proposing there are two parts to this, or at least there are two parts to it, which are form the basis of it. Um, and the question is whether or not, is there more than just these two parts? Is there something else going on? I suspect there probably is, but for now, let's keep these two parts. And the first part is gratitude. An attitude of gratitude, as the saying sometimes goes. What does it mean to be grateful? Um, and how does that link to being lucky? Now, at one basic level, one fundamental level, it is a suggestion that, well, the, the research suggests in our own experience, at least in the English language, would be that... Um, so, in terms of a, a quick a quick context, I'm walking through uh, through Oxy Woods. So, anybody who knows Greater London and near Watford would know where this might be. And anybody listening to other episodes on this podcast um, would know that many episodes are recorded whilst walking Ziggy, the dog, around these parrots, which is what's happening right now. And the day is actually Good Friday. Um, so there you go. Now Friday historically is, is, again, I think possibly biblically, is the day which often regarded as being an unlucky day. Friday the 13th, of course, was regarded as being an unlucky day. Again, at least in terms of, um, well, not all cultures. 
So Good Friday, I suppose in some ways it wasn't particularly good for Jesus, was it? Perhaps, but that's, I'm not getting the biblical dis- discussions because I have no idea of the real detail of any of this, so let's not get drawn down those uh, places. I just want to give a little bit of context of where and when I'm recording this. Um, but feeling lucky, the research suggests, is very much linked to feeling grateful. So we often might describe ourselves as being lucky or feeling lucky about a situation which we're actually expressing some kind of gratitude to whoever or whatever. So, for example, um, we might say, I feel lucky to have a family, or I feel lucky to have a house, or I feel lucky to have a job. Again, in the context of what's happening right now, is that we're in towards the end of, well, I'm hoping towards the end of the COVID pandemic. We're approaching the end of lockdown three, or rather we've had easings this week. There'll be more next week and later this year there'll be more and more. So we, and lots of people during this time will have lost jobs, will have been on furlough, will have had their income dramatically affected. So I might feel particularly lucky that I have a job where that income hasn't been affected, for example. I also feel lucky to... um, have a house with a garden. So again, we've been in position to be able to um, at least spend time in a garden, for example. Um, I'm just checking where I am in this wood because we're walking a bit like I don't normally come round, so I may well get lost. I hope I don't, of course. Um, so gratitude is, is inherently, intrinsically linked with feelings of being lucky. Um, and of course, of course, it, it links to things like um, imagining how things might be worse. Then, for example, I know in, in psycholo- psychological terms, psychologists would describe something called counterfactual thinking, which sounds quite grand. Zig, about this way. <whistles> now, uh, counterfactual thinking is comparing what hap- what has actually happened to what might have happened. So that's counterfactual thinking. Um, so you might compare what has happened has happened with what might have happened. Um, and if you're imagining what might have happened, or what might be the case, the sort of counterfactual, as being less pleasant or less desirable than what actually has happened or is happening, then that will be described as comparing to a, or, or a downward comparison and that may well be linked, and there's some research suggesting that that will be linked then to feelings of being lucky, because partly what we're doing is we're seeing ourselves lucky by comparison. It could be worse. And it may well be that if we're able to engage in more of that type of thinking, even events which on the face of it may not be wholly positive, we can imagine how they might be worse. So there we can go, okay, well that's something which we can, be, we can appreciate how it might be worse. We can pr- appreciate some degree of good fortune or feeling fortunate. So this all links this idea of gratitude. Now the idea would be then, if we're able to recognise things that we can be grateful for, that puts us in a mindset that at the very least helps us see the good of you know, the, the positives in an event which might be wholly, you know, not wholly positive, but you can recognise there's something positive about it, something we can feel grateful for. Um, and importantly, again, the more we can engage with this notion of gratitude which has been studied 
in depth in positive psychology, particularly in terms of linking gratitude to well-being. You know, people who score higher on various measures of well-being will be more likely to be, um, to say, more grateful, have a more grateful outlook, an appre- appreciative outlook, and appreciate things. Notice when things have gone well, things have gone, you know, in a way that we might easily overlook that kind of thing. So it very much links to well-being. Now the question is, does it also link to the events that then happen to us? Does that make sense? If by being more grateful, is it more likely to bring about experiences of good luck? My hypothesis, as such, is that it would do. That, that's what's really interesting in exploring and testing, if we can figure out a way of doing it in a very empirical, quantitative way. But even more qualitatively, it's probably more meaningful, is do we have any instances of that, of actually being grateful, would that likely to have an impact on the experiences that we have in a positive way? Those, are, those experiences, those events, which we might describe as being lucky or good luck. Um, so that's one thing we can explore. So I would encourage anybody listening to this to, you know, encourage, you know, adapt as much as possible, or rather adopt as much as possible, a grateful outlook to see if that has an impact. And if you notice any times when it seems to have a direct, if not indirect, impact on luck, because again, it may well be going forward, you experience event A in such a way where you can just see the good in them more. Again, you can be more grateful for what happens. Um, but I'm actually genuinely interested as well in terms of can it bring about experiences? Can it mean it puts you in a mindset where you are more likely to do things, for example, that will bring about positive outcomes that aren't wholly within your um, within your control, so therefore you might be attributing some degree of luck to them? And I'm reminded of the work of Barbara Fredrickson. Now, I'm going to say Dr. Barbara Fredrickson. She's probably Professor Barbara Fredrickson. Um, she is, um, well, she definitely will be in, in, in American terms, but generally speaking, she'll no doubt have the title Professor. Um, she used to be, possibly still is, at the University of North Carolina. And I'm mentioning her because she has done quite a lot of research over the years on specifically positive emotions, of which she would see gratitude as being a positive emotion, or at the very least something that brings about positive emotions. You know, feeling grateful is, a, is a, an emotion she would argue. Um, and I mentioned all this in the context of a theory she developed called the broaden and build theory of positive emotions. So we're going to focus on this idea of broadening and building with this idea that by being grateful it can broaden how you see the world. If you're more, if you're more um, on the lookout for things for which to be grateful for, you're actually going to have a, a more open view to the world You'll, you'll maybe see things, the bigger picture, more likely. Um, you'll be open to seeing more connections, all of which may have an impact on your actions. Therefore, you're going to have broadened action. So she, t- she talked about his thought-action repertoire. So by positive emotions, they will broaden this, effectively giving you more opportunity, I would argue, for experiences of good luck. It's one argument. Uh, the second one, I'm going to mention here then the second part of I would see element of um, the good luck mindset is optimism. So again, somebody who is more optimistic 
are they more likely to experience good luck for a whole range of reasons, but the main one I'm going to focus on here would be for what could effectively come, again, what psychologists or maybe even sociologists back in the day refer to as a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're optimistic that something good is going to happen, then it may well be that optimism isn't just simply a belief in your head that has no impact. It will likely, again, impact your actions. For example, optimistic of a certain outcome, you're likely to work towards it. You're likely to perhaps even take some extra element of risk that you might not otherwise, if you were pessimistic about it. So therefore you're engaging in actions which are more likely to bring about the outcome you are optimistic about. <laughs> Hence it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Does this make sense? Believing something's going to be the case. And, and anybody who's listening to this having jumped across from a, in a, a link on LinkedIn, there is currently, at the time of recording, a LinkedIn group under the title of Go Look Yourself, um, to which people are invited to join and explore these ideas. And as it stands... The, um, the, one, the, the back, what's called a, a banner image at the top of the page um, is a quote from an author and the quote is uh, luck is believing you're lucky and it's a quote from an author I shouldn't tell you who it is right now feel free to respond in any way you can if there's a comment section or on LinkedIn if you can say I believe the quote is from See if you do it without Googling it, but if you do, you do. Um, but the idea, again, is that you know, believing you're lucky will, be, will bring about good luck. Again, for the reasons we just mentioned about it, it may well be that believing you're lucky is effectively the, the, the essence of the good, good luck mindset. Because you might believe yourself lucky in the fact of you've been lucky in the past, therefore you're grateful, expressing some degree of gratitude. You may then also believe you might be lucky into the future, that's an optimistic outlook. And of course, you can be optimistic for different reasons. It may well be you're optimistic because you believe yourself to be lucky. You could be optimistic for other reasons. But again, you're more likely to engage in actions then, which may well bring about a good outcome, which again, if it's not wholly determined by yourself, you could argue there would be some degree of luck there, somebody else acting in a way favourably, or a piece of good fortune you couldn't have predicted. But You've done something to help put yourself in the right place at the right time, for example. So that's what I would argue as being the basis of the good luck mindset. Um, you know, to what extent can we adopt that? How can we spend time? And there are gratitude practices, keeping gratitude journals, spending the end of the day just noticing, for example, three good things that have happened that day, three things for which you're grateful, or even one thing to begin with. Um, people keep gratitude diaries or gratitude journals and so on and so forth so there's various things one can do to explore gratitude in more depth I may share a few of those as they occur to me on LinkedIn and optimism How, to what extent would it take to go into a particular event believing the best will happen genuinely believing that whatever happens it will be for the best or whatever your desired outcome might be there's every chance that could happen. As opposed to going with a pessimistic outlook, which often feels quite defensive, people are describing defensive pessimists, preparing for the worst and expecting the worst. And it's interesting, when you, when you have those expectations going into something, how much does it influence what actually happens? 
curious, something worth exploring and getting into your own life in the next week or two until the next part get crops up here on LinkedIn or on the podcast. Um, so that's the idea of the good luck mindset. I would hope people would link to this and explore at this point other elements that are part of this. For example, I just said I would hope there's another part of positive psychology theory that will be described as hope theory, which takes us beyond simply wishful thinking. Oh, I'm hopeful of something good happening. Again, the argument would be if you hope, if you have genuine high hope towards some kind of outcome, it's likely to impact how you go about trying to achieve it. So again, high hope, so the theory goes, may indicate you've got high levels of intention or willpower, or another way it's described is higher levels of what's called agency thinking. You feel you have some agency in bringing it about. It's not simply kind of I'm hopeful of something happening which has nothing to do with me, but I can do something about bringing it about. And the second part would be, in a similar language, described as, for example, way power, right? Um, or alternatively, um, pathway thinking. So if you're thinking in terms of there's different ways in which you might approach or get to a certain goal, might not be your initially intended way of doing it, so you have the willpower for it, but recognising there are a multitude of ways to get there, and again, you might have, you might be particularly adept at noticing different ways. And both of those things combined will be important in terms of bringing about your goals. So again, it's, it's also possible to have a clear sense of what you'd love to achieve in terms of a goal. Again, often we're very, often very good at indicating what we don't want to happen. What and how would it take for us to say, well, what would you really love to happen? What would be the best case scenario? How can you hope towards that? Again, so that could all be part of the good luck mindset. For now, I think gratitude and optimism definitely part of it. Hope likely to be. Um, and it may link to things like broaden and build theory, hope theory. These are all the elements, if anybody's listening to this who is already engaged in positive psychology, will be familiar with some of those ideas. If you're not, not a problem. Just this idea of recognising how we can bring a, an element of gratitude to our, our connection with the world around us and the people. And also optimism, how that can impact as well, how they both have a link to what I'm describing here is a good luck mindset, putting us in the right frame of mind to work towards, notice um, possibilities for good luck. And in some ways that kind of sets things up for the next part, which is what I'm, I'm not as happy with in terms of its title. The moment we just call it Opportunity Knocks. It's really about opportunities. And first of all, how we might notice opportunities as such. And again, this might link to this broaden and build theory a little bit. Um, and also how we then also create opportunities. Both of which are ways in which that, those those kinds of situations where you might experience luck because, or it's good luck, or you can do either good or bad luck. <laughs> luck in any, it's all its guises because it's in those places where you're not absolutely sure what might happen. But you never know, you might be surprised by something. That's the kind of place where luck seems to fall into, into the world. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, and hopefully you will explore these ideas with me, whether it's responding here on the podcast, responding on LinkedIn or elsewhere. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you might be and whenever you might be. And for those of you listening to other episodes on this general podcast, see you on the next episode. Otherwise, may see you or you'll hear me 
on the next episode in which we'll pick up the next stage of the Go Luck Yourself project. Until then, have a good one. Bye-bye.